Today's episode of The Lutheran Cartographer is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash lutherancartographer. The Lutheran Cartographer, episode 11. Welcome to The Lutheran Cartographer. Today we are joined by Pastor Gordon Nauman. He is the pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Scarsdale, New York. Pastor Nauman, welcome to the show. Hi, it's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me to have this small conversation, really. Uh, hopefully it's enlightening just a little bit, as well as uh, just a bit of fun and getting to know, uh, you know, this corner of New York, really. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background, and how you came to be where you are in New York. That's kind of a long story in itself, actually. Uh, as you could probably pick up from my accent, I'm uh, from the UK. I was brought up there. Uh, my father was a, uh, he, he would always say he's a, he's a missionary, uh, was a missionary to the UK for, for a good uh, 20 years or so, probably over that now, um, uh, but uh, graduated from the, the Lutheran seminary over there. We do have a Lutheran seminary in uh, in Cambridge. It's called Westfield House. Um, so he graduated there and then uh, continued to, uh, on to his, his PhD in Scotland uh, and uh, the, the University of of Glasgow. Uh, we had a, a Lutheran parish up there, so he was called there. And I do come in there somewhere. I was born in Scotland, so uh, uh, and then he took a parish in London, England, and I grew up there the majority of my life uh, uh, and uh, pretty much went straight to seminary then uh, in Cambridge. Um, and I've served one parish in uh, Cardiff, Wales for a good eight years and then took a call over here with my connections through the English district of the Missouri Synod, and I served in Scarsdale, New York, for a couple of years or so. We previously interviewed Pastor Oliphant, who's out in the Chicago area. He's also part of the English district, but I didn't ask him at the time, what is the English district? So the English district is a, is a non-geographic district, um, so we have basically uh, parishes all over the states, um, having said that, we do split up regionally as well. It's easier to have uh, conferences. So um, pretty much down the East Coast, uh, we do have a, a conference uh, there every October. Um, but uh, yeah, we're considered just another district like all the rest. And we have our, our, our bishop and uh, uh, so many votes that go to uh, synod and all the rest of it. <laughs> I see. So tell us a little bit more about the good parts of where you are in Scarsdale compared to some of the other places that you've been? Uh, I haven't really lived anywhere else in the States, uh, but I, I basically came right from the same kind of area, uh, same kind of urban area just outside of the city uh, from Cardiff, Wales, um, where I just had my sort of small parish there. Um, so there were lots of sort of uh, historic things around the area that it was fun to to just go to in walking distances. Where I am in in, in Scarsdale, um, I mean it's it, it's like a, a tranquil escape really. Um, again, just 20 miles north of New York City. Uh, if you know Greenwich, Connecticut, uh, Scarsdale is really New York's answer as the historic town. Uh, and it's one of the wealthiest in the state, actually, I, I kind of bought to say. Um, it, its public schools are continually ranked among the best in the country. Scarsdale's varied real estate offer homes, which range from colonial and Victorian townhouses to country estates. Uh, so, again, really quite luxurious. Uh, I certainly can't afford them with my salary, feeling quite a little out of place and intimidated a little. Uh, we live in the lovely parsonage provided by our congregation, a stone's throw from the centre. 
Um, the cultural attractions and recreation areas are quite stunning. Uh, so I've heard among them being the, the Greenberg Nature Center. It's actually 33 uh, acre woods and gardens in which I'm sure Winnie the Pooh would be right at home. Uh, the, the Weinberg <laughs> Nature Center <laughs> uh, has a 10 acre oasis with Zen Garden. There's a Native American village, a bird sanctuary and Scarsdale's historic Tudor style village, not to mention the main library, which has been undergoing construction and renovation for, I think, over a year now. Uh, some huge project, which I'm sure will blow everyone's socks off once it's finished. So you sum it up as a very quiet and affluent area then? Yes, that's right. You you couldn't really do door to door if that was your your kind of thing. You'd be you'd be uh, ten minutes every every home really. Yeah, it's really quite lovely. And uh, again, it's a stone's throw from the village where I live, and they do all sorts of wonderful things. Uh, kind of things I would like to take enjoyment in are the uh, uh, the farmers market. There's that's there, and I can just sort of walk down there and, and have an afternoon walk and uh, and meet neighbours, which is nice. That's where you can really get to know the town people. There's uh, what we have called the Bronx River Parkway. It's a lovely walk along uh, the parkway, there, but it's, it's obviously quite a difference from the, the actual highway itself. And uh, there's uh, lots of, um, it's along the, the, the river there, the, the Bronx River. So there's a few bridges you kind of cross over a, a few times. It's quite romantic, actually. And there's the, the trees that do separate you from the road. So it is kind of uh, isolated there, feels anyway. Tell us a little bit more, help orient us a little more geographically. New York is a big state, and oftentimes some some of those from outside of New York think of all of New York as New York City, which isn't the case. Help orient us geographically. You, you mentioned you, we're about 20 minutes, 20 miles from New York City. That's right, 20 miles. So it's uh, And we're right next to the train station as well, so it's a really easy hop on the train. I have a few members who come from Manhattan, uh, because that's how much they love our church. It's actually uh, uh, a converted mansion, uh, of all things. It was called historically the Crane Manor House. We actually were on Crane Road, and that and that says something. Um, built in 1852 uh, by Charles Carmer, uh, using granite from the quarry near the Bronx River again. Um, in 1873, Colonel Alexander Crane purchased the house and expanded into a 21-room mansion in the shape of a cross on an estate of 32 acres. Uh, the colonel lived in the house till his death in 1930. I'm kind of going through there. I've kind of researched a little bit here uh, of this. Um, let's see. Maybe I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. But to, <laughs> to answer your question about uh, its surrounding area and, and, and the, the ease of it, uh, I mean, if you want to do some, some cheaper things rather than, uh, you know, because, I mean, Scarsdale is just... Is, is, uh, in my humble opinion, a ridiculously expensive. I'd I'd go into the Bronx uh, to see some things. So you've got the Bronx Zoo, uh, which mm -hmm. is lovely, and I believe for families it's free on a Wednesday as well. Uh, but just look that up, and you can you can kind of find that. Um, there's actually a beach uh, in the Bronx as well. That's kind of fun. You want to do that at the right time of year, obviously. But that's that's quite huge. Uh, quite quite a good facility there. Um, Let's see. You, you want to go a little farther north? Uh, you, you, um, there's the Bear Mountain. Uh, that's quite a neat, neat range up there. But of course, yeah. I mean, it is New York, so if you if you are in Scarsdale, it's really easy. Hop on the train. You go see the the Statue of Liberty or whatever if you want. Uh, 
the the World Trade Center. Uh, I will say, and 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 everyone should know this: if if you're coming to New York and you want to see the Statue of Liberty, go as early as you can, first thing in the morning. If you get there like, you know, mid morning or midday, you will be in line all day in order oh, wow. to see that. And yeah, yeah, for goodness sake, don't do it in the winter or you will get frostbite. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just standing in the line, really. All right. So we'll come back later in the podcast and talk a little bit more about the things that you recommend going and doing and seeing. I want to talk about kind of the flip side of the question I just asked. I ask about the good things about Scarsdale and your area. What are some of the not so great things about where you are? You mentioned the cost. Is there anything else? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, the the cost is a big, big part of it. But um, no, I mean, well, I mean, if we're not talking about the differences of, you know, who we are uh, in, in terms of faith and that kind of thing, I mean, it's hu- hugely uh, uh, sort of Jewish populated. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, like in walking distance, there'll be a couple synagogues. Um, but it's also heavily uh, Christian populated as well. Um, just across the street, practically, there's a, an Episcopalian church, uh, St. John the Less. Just up the road, there's a congregational church. Um, they have a huge parking lot up there. And there's your, your Roman Catholic churches um, up the road as well on Post Road. Uh, there's even an ELCA church, if <laughs> you fancy that, uh, a couple blocks down the road. Um, so, yeah, yeah, surprising there. Uh, right. There is there is actually kind of a fun fun fact uh, about Scarsdale, particularly in that uh, there we have a, a nativity policy. Where is that? A nativity uh, policy. Yeah, it, it was something that uh, that passed um, a little while ago, which, which said that uh, any any um, religious association can put up. Um, a nativity on public property um, around the the seasonal period, uh, i.e., Christmas time. Um, so, so Trinity Lutheran Church, as well as two other churches in the area, literally put together uh, this nativity scene. It's so large that that three of the churches uh, house this nativity, and then once a year we come together and we actually put it in a public space. It's kind of cool. Um, that is really neat. Uh, and uh, and that's still not what you wanted to hear. That's not a negative thing, um, <laughs> uh, unless you want to talk about the distinction of church and state and how you know uh, people uh, will come across this nativity scene then probably and say, well, I've done my bit. I I don't even need to go to a lessons and carol service. I've seen the, the nativity and I've I've knelt by it or I, I've stopped and I've prayed and and that that's my religious bit for the year. I don't know. I know it's sometimes a struggle to to think of negative things because. Uh, pastors often, you know, really treasure the place where they're at. So that's a good thing. Is there is there anything that you think that perhaps if somebody is thinking of moving to the area, they should they should be cautious about or should know about? We're probably one of the safest places you can go. To be honest, okay. uh, let's see. I've got an amenities paragraph here. Uh, uh, it, it's an historic Tudor-inspired village, which is chock full of charming shops, cafes, and boutiques. 
The local farmer's market, again, offers fresh produce. The child-friendly Greenberg Nature Center is a popular venue for four-season recreation featuring wildlife exhibits, nature trails, meadows of native flowers. Uh, from June through August, visitors to its butterfly arbor can see species from across the United States. For sports and recreation, Scarsdale boasts several luxury day spas as well as golf courses, country clubs, tennis clubs, athletic fields, and leisure centers. If you want to get away with something a little less expensive, again, uh, you might want to go a little further afield. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, there's there's like a park right in the center of town as well, uh, big enough to host concerts, and and a lot of them are free. Uh, you get okay, okay. Here's here's a negative thing. <laughs> so just just the junk the junk mail, just advertising, uh, you know, event after event after event. Uh, and uh, of everything that that's happening and and now donate you know you're you're a rich resident of scarsdale you can donate to this and this and this and and uh, uh, it'll be no skin off your own back all right so let's switch and talk a little bit about what it's like uh to raise a family in scarsdale is it a good you you already mentioned the kind of family friendly atmosphere would you say it's a a good place to raise a family and what should people know about that aspect of it correct and it and it boasts of its schools and you know you know the you want to know the real irony is that we do in fact homeschool <laughs> i think that's a wonderful choice yeah and and you know we we get those side comments but but uh i mean the wonderful benefit of homeschooling is is the the infinite amount of curriculum you get online and actually um the supportive communities that are out there yes we homeschool but we spend a lot of time going out into the neighborhood and the communities the libraries uh, specifically uh, Crestwood, because the Scarsdale one's down for a year <laughs> under renovation. But but what a way to actually uh, reach out, uh, kill a couple birds with one stone and, and meet up with other. And they are usually Christian communities as well, these homeschooling communities, um, and just, just uh, be able to mutually encourage each other uh, that way as well. So there's a lot of social interaction with those kids. Um, and... Uh, with with the 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 use of the, the library staff as well so they usually do presentations and workshops for us excellent let's say that someone has a a job offer to manhattan or maybe closer to scarsdale what do you think they should know or consider or think about before they make a decision one way or the other i guess in in terms of uh yeah how easy it is to commute um, again, it's easy from Scarsdale. We we have a, a parking lot ourselves at Trinity, so uh, we actually rent out a whole row of parking spaces for people. I'm um, not quite sure from how far they're coming, whether they're all in Scarsdale. They just want to park a little closer to the station uh, so they don't have to walk all that way. Um, it's, it's Really, it's just another world for me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not one of those people. Um, I I live and work locally. Uh, mm -hmm. You will have the majority of people probably live here and then work in t and and travel to Manhattan to work. Uh, so this is kind of their luxury home. I uh, see. And they yeah to get away from it really. Um, okay. Let's go ahead and we so we've talked about the good and the bad and what it's like to raise a family there. But specifically, what it, what's it like being a Lutheran in Scarsdale? Well, the the cheat answer, uh, if not optimistic one, uh, it, it's really the, being a part of a Lutheran community. Um, hopefully, 
will feel the same everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So even, I mean, in this affluent community, being able to just walk through the door of Trinity Lutheran Church and see your poor neighbor as well as your rich neighbor, the one who is equally welcomed because we all believe the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you will fit right in here at Trinity if you are familiar with the Lutheran service book. Uh, we have the same liturgy. And as as much as you know, people might harp on about uh, whether this is boring or not or whether it's not as contemporary as as uh, as the church has uh, progressed, shall we say, in the last couple of decades, um, you will be familiar with it. Uh, if you've been brought up with the, the traditional liturgy of the Lutheran church, you will be very familiar and you will be uh, and feel as, as welcome uh, as you could ever be going into uh, a church, uh, shall I say, in the Midwest. <laughs> um, the, the grass is always greener. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about what it m- might be like to be a Lutheran encountering kind of the rest of the culture. When people think of New York City, they, of course, think it's very progressive and very kind of um, has that whole uh, secular milieu that you find there. Is that the case out in Scarsdale? And do you think the reputation of New York as this really progressive place is somewhat exaggerated? Or is that something that people should be aware of? Excellent question. I mean, New York is the the birthplace of friends, right? You you go into uh, <laughs> you go into the the park and you can find the Friends Fountain. Um, now, th- this is the beauty of Scarsdale. It, it's 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 outside of the city. It is whatever you make it to be. It is it is the haven where you can go to. I should mention we have uh, Concordia, Bronxville, um, just up the road as well. Five minute drive. Um, Bronxville is is in between um, the the Bronx and Scarsdale, so it's uh, much closer than than the Bronx, uh, which I mean, respectively, it's that Bronx isn't far either. But uh, one of our Concordias is there, and uh, as a pastor, I, I uh, uh, this is something I wasn't used to in the UK. Um, we basically have congregations in a seminary in the in the UK, uh, whereas over here you have hospitals, homes. Uh, uh, colleges, schools, uh, elementary schools, uh, sky's the limit. I mean, it's just, it just it blew me away when I came over here. So so I had to take advantage of this this outreach opportunity. Um, I basically uh, put my foot in the door right away, and I've, I've uh, started relationships with students, uh, had them serve in my sanctuary, had them serve as Sunday school teachers, um, and they're yeah they're still here to this day. Uh, and I continue to encourage them that the pre-sem students particularly. Who, uh, who really need a mentor and just need that experience of field work. Um, uh, so there, there are those communities as well uh, that are close to Scarsdale. That is fantastic and wonderful that you've taken the opportunity to mentor and reach out there. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor. If you're listening to this podcast on the go, you know the power of having audio in your ears. And Audible wants to put the great books that you would like to listen to there as well with their free 30-day trial of their service that comes with a free audiobook. So if you're looking for a book to check out, to try it out, I would recommend Martin Luther's Table Talk, Seven Hours of the Wit and Wisdom of Martin Luther. But if you're not interested in Table Talk, they have a wide variety to choose from beyond Table Talk. So check it out at audibletrial.com slash Lutheran Cartographer. Let's get back to the show. 
Let's talk next about some of the things that you'd recommend seeing and doing. I really look forward to this part of the podcast. You've already mentioned the the forest going into Manhattan and uh, doing some of the things there. But what uh, if someone's visiting the area, what would you recommend? Ah, you got to go see this. So I've mentioned the zoo. Uh, we have a botanical gardens as well. That's like on the on the train line as you head sort of toward town. Uh, but there are all sorts of things there. And if if you're just kind of sentimental or nostalgic, there are, there are names that uh, you Americans probably know that that I I wouldn't think twice about. But they're all <laughs> around as well. Um, the the Hudson River. That that's it. Yeah, we're like not too far from that. And there's like a bridge you're supposed to stop at and just you know appreciate <laughs> the view or something. Um, yeah, but but for me, I'd, I I really like long walks, um, like um, you know C.S. Lewis did, and in, in Cambridge. So for me, I mean, it, it sounds silly, but the the Bronx River Parkway is just such a wonderful uh, hiking opportunity to just go there and and just just uh, just forget about the world for a couple hours, and it, it just keeps going. And then I feel at home as well because again, of all the Victorian uh, architecture or or faux Victorian uh, <laughs> uh, style. As we start to look to closing out the podcast, I want to ask you about what thoughts you have in terms of if somebody's thinking about uh, uh, moving, making a move somewhere, what's kind of some general principles? Uh, often pastors talk about finding a church, maybe start there and maybe other thoughts that you might have uh, for what, what people, what Christians should think about when they're considering moving somewhere. Well, you hit it on the head. I mean, church first and foremost. Um, a lot of people, obviously, when they're considering moving, are probably thinking about uh, a, a job application or or uh, uh, offer. I mean, someone's been offered a job somewhere, and so they think about whether or not they'd be happier there or where they're at at the moment. Um, for me, I mean, funnily enough, I mean, I I came across the pond, so so for me. Uh, the church thing was obvious. Uh, I, I'm the the pastor, so uh, <laughs> kind of hard to to miss the church part. <laughs> yeah, and, but they, you know, the the previous pastor before me did have a different style. Um, the, the good news was he was also different to the pastor before him. So I I kind of brought back the the confessional liturgical style of things and and went back to just using the hymnal. So. Uh, but that's what I was used to, and presumably, you know, the idea was, well, just pastor, just do what you're comfortable with, and then I did what I was comfortable with, and found out that that was uh, what was more traditional, and the sort of going a little bit further back uh, in the, in the congregation uh, way of things, and then yeah, again, uh, for me, uh, is it good? Is it a safe place to bring up a family? Uh, tick, uh, absolutely. Uh, is there enough uh, entertaining things around? Uh, sure, uh, people uh, tend to uh, be a little introverted these days, they don't they? It's like everything, everything is accessible from inside the house uh, because everything is kind of invading the house from outside uh, on your TV, on your tablet, uh, on your computer, on your phone. I mean, goodness, you don't even need any of these sophisticated devices. You just need an iPhone today, and uh, and your life is completely invaded from outside people don't realize this um so it's it's not even so much a, a matter of you know you know is your community safe um you know we have to protect ourselves from from what we access ourselves 
from the comfort of our own armchair. Yeah, that's a topic that I we don't really talk much about on this podcast, but since you mentioned it, let's elaborate a little more about that. As Christians, what do you think are good ways to start thinking about and dealing with the fact that we have all this media as you your your word was invade but just bombarding us all the time what's what are good ways to think about that and and to deal with it absolutely well the best way is uh you know as a good lutheran uh, really just go back to the catechism and and uh and and look at that first chief part uh, again and again uh we're really good at, uh, and to put it in this way as well, in terms of uh, looking at the catechism and emphasizing to look at the creed, the second and third article, you know, we're, we always, we're always emphasizing what redemption is, we're always emphasizing, you know, what, what the church is, and those kind of have their own sections and categories. But the first article, what is, uh, you know, what is it to, to, to believe in a father who has created the heavens and the earth? What is it to, to follow his words, to actually know what he has commanded us, and and really to to repeat that often to ourselves, and it's not just okay. I learned the commandments once upon a time, and I could probably rattle them off. But but how much do we actually think about what God's will is for our life? Um, so what we've been talking about is is escapism, really, where we try to just kind of escape from the world, um, uh, or 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 be a part of it to such a degree where we're not dealing with ourselves, we're not dealing with our sin. Everything's go go go. Uh, and we're able to 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 swipe left or right or whatever it is, uh, and just just get, let something else take our attention away uh, from from what God wants uh, in our lives. And and uh, and and part of that is is realizing how important church is for us. Uh, and I'm talking about sanctification. I'm, I'm not just talking about uh, knowing that you're saved, knowing Jesus is your Savior, but in doing everything that you can to bring. Uh, God's means of grace close to you, to be close to God. Let let God the Father, the creator of the heavens and the earth, be close to you. Let him bring his son to you in word and sacrament. Absolutely. And as I think Luther put it, that he is that he continued to be a student of the catechism throughout his life and never thought himself too good or too learned to continue to bask in in all the articles and all the parts of the catechism. Yeah. All right. So as we start to close out the podcast, I want to make sure, Pastor Nauman, that I give you the opportunity to promote or plug anything that you would like, uh, whether that's places people can follow you online, your church's website. What would you like to point our listeners towards? I am the pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Scarsdale, New York, obviously. You can just put in as one word, trinityscarsdale.org, and you will get to our website. Um, I put my weekly sermons on there as a video, so you can actually watch me preach uh, my latest sermon every week on that website. Um, We actually have a Facebook page as well, so we've got all sorts of, of photos on there. Uh, you might want to go to uh, my Facebook page. Uh, just look up my name, Gordon Alman, uh, to see various things I've been doing with the church as well. Um, speaking of uh, you know things that we should be doing as as not just you know individuals, you know people who just believe, but as as a community and not just locally. Um, our congregation is actually putting a group to to go to the Higher Things Youth Conference. 
um, in uh, Grand Rapids uh, this July. I believe that's uh, July 21st to 24th. Uh, that's not. Yeah, I'm plugging someone else. That's not even my congregation. But if, but th- what a wonderful thing to bring us together as Lutherans to see the bigger picture. That that if you are a part of a small congregation, you don't feel like you're alone, and and maybe you're gonna go off to college and and find something better. Um, go go to a, a Lutheran youth gathering. Um, uh, if you look up the website higherthings.org, it's that easy. Higherthings.org, um, and you'll find a, a wonderful place where you are encouraged by the Lutheran Church uh, in the bigger picture, as well as your your local congregation, and hopefully your pastor's encouraging you there as well. If you are in New York, my goodness, and you're looking for a conservative congregation, look no further than Scarsdale. We are an easy hop on the train. Um, uh, We're right next to the Scarsdale train station, like a two-minute walk just up the road on Crane Road, trinityscarsdale.org. Excellent. All right, so I listeners, if you'd like to go to any of those resources, you can find links to all those great things that Pastor Nauman just mentioned at lutherancartographer.com slash 11. Pastor Nauman, what are your parting thoughts for our listeners? God bless you all. Um, and these uh, days, these are the last days of trials and tribulations. Look no further than your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is continually offering his peace to you, his means of grace. Attend your church. Make it a habit, uh, not in some way that it's uh, it's a great law for you and is, is, is uh, you know, striking your conscience, uh, but that you love to go to church because that's how much God loves you. It just inspires you to go. You want to go again and again. Get addicted to church. Absolutely. Thank you again for your time today, Pastor Nauman. God's peace. All right. Peace to you, Mr. Weber. Thanks for listening to The Lutheran Cartographer. For more about the things that we talked about today, check out the show notes page at lutherancartographer.com slash 11. I encourage you to go ahead and check out that Audible offer as well for that free audiobook. You can find that at audibletrial.com slash lutherancartographer. Lastly, be sure that you don't miss an episode by subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher, and please leave a rating and a review on iTunes for me if you're enjoying the show, or if you're not. Those ratings and reviews are very helpful to me to make sure that more people see this podcast. Thanks again for listening. I'm Nicholas Weber. I'll talk to you soon.